Hi guys, welcome to the Five Fitness Podcast. Just me this week. Um, Jonah's still doing a PhD, which is turned out to be longer than six months, um, three years, five years. It's working full time at the same time, so it's not ideal for him. But here we are. Um, today we're going to be talking about night shift nutrition. Um, but before going to that, um, some exciting news: just downloaded or bought some software and that's going to make my group coaching just that extra little bit better well all my coaching a lot better um just in how i approach things so that's really exciting um got a win at cricket yesterday that was really good and um it didn't rain as much as it has done in the last couple weeks so things are looking up it's monday tomorrow or monday today when this goes out i'm recording it before um so that allows us to reassess plan and uh go for the week ahead so um when we talk about night shift nutrition obviously like we're going to come up against a couple of problems the main problems that we're going to always come up with um in night shifts is one the lack of sleep two the lack of sunlight three fatigue four the fact that routine sort of goes out the window <clears throat> especially when you switch from like days to nights to mids to days off, et cetera. Um, like coming from a night shift to a day off must have the best feeling in the world. Like knowing that you can just sleep for as long as your body needs it, but it's what it is. So my aim um, over this podcast is to give you the tools you need to give yourself the best chance of not letting a night shift screw you over. Um, in terms of nutrition, habits, things like that. So the first thing we're going to talk about is sort of the routine side of stuff. So as you know, I'm massive on my habits and routines and try to keep things as not rigid as possible, but as habitual as possible. Because like when you fuck up, your body will always bring you back down to the level of your habits. And if they're shit, unfortunately, every time you fail, you're going to go back to square one. So if we look at your routines around a night shift, and I will you always use the example of a nurse in this, because it's just a nice, easy seven till seven night shift. Obviously, you've got other night shift workers, uh, factory workers, people working docks, uh, policemen, fire service, etc. Um, mostly emergency services. So when we look at your routine, we need to look at one when you're going to eat and two, when you're not going to eat. So first thing that I would always implement is making sure that people are not eating between certain times. So I always say 12 to 5 for a night shift. And the reason being is one, at 12, your calories are obviously reset for the day, technically. Um, and then at five, most people for a night, like if they woke up for a day shift at seven, would probably wake up at five anyway. Or be up at five. And that allows you that once five's gone, you can have some breakfast, finish your shift, go and do something to wind down, and then go to bed. When it actually comes to eating, I would just make sure that you've had something between start your shift at 12 and then between five and seven. Like your body doesn't suddenly store all these all these calories just because you've had them at night 
yes, we as a, our, our bodies are less insulin sensitive on an evening. So yes, you will potentially not utilize the carbohydrates as quickly, but as long as you're not overeating any calories, that literally makes absolutely zero difference. So don't stress. When it comes to actual what you should be eating, there is no change between between that and any other healthy meal that you know. And nobody needs me to tell them that a salad or um, a high-protein, high-fibrous, colourful, mixed meal is healthy. Like, nobody needs me to tell you that. But most people need the accountability to opt for that rather than a burger. So this does come with a little bit of planning. Obviously, your routines have to. It has to be habitual that, yes, your routine is to eat at this point, but you also need to plan, prep, and have something in case, like contingency, because you can't count, especially as a nurse, especially like if you're in a busy department, you cannot count on having your break at certain times. So we've got to factor that in as well. So the easiest way for us to do this is to come with a rough plan with contingencies. So that contingency could be just a protein shake when the plan is, all right, well, I've got some, um, I've got a chicken pasta dish, wholemeal pasta, pasta, tomato sauce, two veg, maybe a fruit pot on the side. 12 till five, you don't eat anything. Five o'clock comes and you have, I don't know, overnight oats or something. Again, you can have to plan that. Protein in both, fiber in both, fruit in both. Great for you. Seven o'clock comes, you finish your shift. You go, you wind down, make sure you do wind down. All right, then go spend it. Obviously, like I said, the, the shifts and the breaks are always going to be the same, but we know that if we can start eating at very similar times, and this is why obviously we don't eat between 12 and 5, because that's not going to be a similar time every single day, especially if you're on days or mids or et cetera. It allows your body to start spiking these hormones and make you feel full, make you feel hungry at certain times of the day sort of leaning into that routine and if you're doing night shifts it's not just a one-off usually it's like two three four nights on the bounce and that level of restriction it's like if i tell one of my clients to eat not eat after eight it sort of takes out the whole snacking in front of the tv because like all right well i'm not allowed to eat after eight so therefore they just don't and it's the easiest way for them to just be like actually well i can't eat it because i'm not allowed Yes, it's not the um, healthiest mindset to sort of become in with that restriction. Like, I don't do well with that myself. Um, but it allows you to have, it allows you to almost force yourself into not having them. And that makes it a lot easier. Then the contingency plan could be a protein chip. It could be a protein bar, it could be something of convenience that sort of gets you out of that mess. And those times are always going to be interchangeable. What we need to make sure that we're doing alongside that is sort of planning both before and after. Like even your meal times obviously will have to change because you're going to have an extra meal that you wouldn't have when you're on days, which would be between seven and 12, unless you habitually just have your food at eight anyway. Um, and obviously when you're sleeping less because of the night shift your days are going to be extended so you've got more opportunity to eat 
your sleep is going to be less, so you've got more chance of making a poorer decision. And there's only so much caffeine you can intake before that affects your sleep. And caffeine will only ever make you make that decision, whether that be a good or bad decision, faster. So it doesn't improve your decision-making skills by any stretch of imagination. It just makes you make it faster, which I don't know if anybody's seen Futurama when Fry buys like 100 cups of coffee and just turns into like slow-mo um, and saves everybody. Yeah, it's really fun. Great, great cartoon. Um, but that's all coffee does. It just allows you to make the decision quicker. Caffeine anyway. So caffeine shouldn't really be drank on a night shift because it's only going to hinder your sleep when you like get to the morning and that sleep is imperative because if you don't sleep, then the whole sort of routine goes out the window. And that's the main issue with sort of switching from any other shift or a day off two night shifts is because you've got that period of uncertainty when it comes to your sleep and it's sort of a knock-on effect if you don't nail that so sleep hygiene is key so making sure that when you do get in you are winding down so that your mind's not on work um obviously like especially with emergency services it's really difficult to sort of have that cutthroat approach to saying, all right, well, I'm at home now, so I don't really care about any of the patients or any of the people I've dealt with or whatever. Um, that's hard. Like when I used to work in restaurants and stuff and you finish at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, it's hard to wind down from stuff because it's quite fast paced. And I can only imagine that being in emergency services is even faster and harder than that because it's not chicken, it's people's lives online. You've got to remember that. And that's where the plans in the morning come in. So winding down, cold, dark room to sleep in, making sure you've got blackout curtains, um, giving yourself every possible benefit to sleep. I mean, like, luckily it's not the warmest of summers, but you, like, it's still 20 degrees during the day and it's difficult to sleep in. So making it cool with a fan, have some white noise in the background, read before bed, shower, and making sure that you're doing everything you can to shut off get some sleep. Set yourself an alarm. So say to yourself, all right, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to five hours kip or six hours kip. Set yourself an alarm for that. So if you get in at eight and you're going to go to bed at nine, set yourself an alarm for two, maybe three, and then wake up, plan food for, for when you wake up. So you've already had breakfast. So your lunch would be after you wake up. Go for a walk, get some exercise in, like make sure you're moving. Try to get some sunlight because you're gonna like you're just not gonna get any because you're reducing the time outside during the day. And then hopefully that'll give you the best possible outcome from being on night shifts. Hopefully. And then when you're not on night shifts, when you're on days, that's when you can increase your sleep to eight, nine, ten hours if needed, depending on how much you need. And you almost recover that sleep debt. So say, for example, you have habitually have seven hours and over three night shifts, you wouldn't have 15 in total. You have six hours to recoup. So overly, hopefully over a week of sleeping for eight, nine, 10, 11 hours, you should easily recoup those six hours. And you can also bank those hours um, going in. It definitely, when, you, when people do, when people say this and when the research actually says this, like it doesn't make you feel any better. Like, oh, so that's 12 hours. 
extra this week. Like when you still got five hours, like it still feels shit. Don't get me wrong, you're still gonna it's also gonna suck, but it allows you to make better decisions because of it. And these better decisions are gonna obviously rebound into the food you eat, the drinks you drink, the decisions you make in like in your work, and hopefully reducing life stress to make it easier going forward. Then the last thing I would also make sure you're doing is taking your vitamin D. So obviously on night shift, you restrict the amount of sunlight you're getting, so that obviously restricts the amount of vitamin D you're going to absorb. I'll also make sure that you're hitting um, your omega-3s, because both of those are going to help you function better. Then when you make any meal, and this isn't just night shift specific, this is just general, I don't really need to tell anybody this, because you know, like I said, you know what is healthy, you know what is good for you, you know that if you had a chicken salad, there's a lot of micronutrients, there's proteins, fiber, and it's going to fill you up. You know that's good for you. So make sure that every meal you have in with that night shift, not night shift, whatever, protein first, protein every meal, fiber, so fruit or veg, some whole grains, legumes, beans, whatever it might be, and then some carb source. And then just make sure you enjoy it. Like it's that mentality you have to have is like there has to be a compromise that like you can't just sit on chicken and rice just because the calories are lower or it makes you feel better because it's clean or whatever like it sucks chicken and rice sucks so go and eat foods you enjoy but stick to those parameters and then if you do need help with the night shift you do need help with anything like that i do have a free resource that you can use to help plan your night shifts and it makes it a lot easier just to have something written down on paper in front of you. It's like, all right, sweet, I need to do that. And don't be afraid to eat the same thing over and over and over again if that's what works for you. All right. So there's a lot of information to take in <clears throat> for a night shift. And I'm very aware that all I've done is talk. I'm not a funny guy, my personality is shit. So just make sure that everything you do. It's for you, and you've got to realize that if you fuck it up or you make the wrong decision or anything like that, it is on you. It's your your decisions at the end of the day. So almost earn it. And if you do fuck up, take a step back, reevaluate, reassess, go again. It's only a fuck up if you don't learn from it. All right, there's no such thing as failure. Um, if you do want the free resource, do hit me up on Instagram, Paul and Scott Ellis and Scott Ethad, um, and just give me a message saying free night shift or something along those lines, and I'll get it sent straight across to you. I hope you have a great week. Go and kill it. And yeah, if you found this useful, share it with people. And I will speak to you all very shortly. Cheers, guys.